0: what's up everyone it's me aj and you're listening to housewives happy hour with aj welcome back everyone to housewives happy hour with aj i am joined by the powerhouse the queen of dallas miss leanne Lockin. how are you leanne
1: i am so good i'm so good i am a loving winner finally
0: Oh, yeah. You guys have a true winter in, uh, in Dallas, right?
1: Yeah. Well, finally, it's it's today. It's like 30, I think 30 or 40. But like, you know, we had a couple of days where it was 20s. We haven't had our snow yet. People are like, it's not going to snow. And I'm like, trust me, February is when it snows.
0: February, <laughs> Just about I'm... the
1: time you want to dress sexy for Valentine's Day. It's like God goes, poof. <laughs> Valentine's <laughs> and Halloween. Those are the two holidays that screw our weather pattern in Texas. Big time.
0: Well, and you guys have a really hot summer, right?
1: Oh, I don't know about hot, Uh, sweltering, uh, sweating. It's amazing. As much as I sweat in the summer, I still don't lose an ounce of weight.
0: (laughs) And your skin looks amazing too.
1: Thank you. (laughs) Um,
0: Well, what have you been up to since we last saw you on our screens?
1: Oh my gosh, so much. I uh, started my own travel magazine with some friends uh, called Eternal Travel Magazine, Eternal Traveler Magazine. Uh, we have an Instagram page, so you can find us there. Mm-hmm. We have been traveling the world. I mean, last year we went to St. Lucia, Tulum, Costa Rica, Lefkada, Greece, uh, just all over
0: wow and so you blog about
1: it right or yeah well i mean i share on instagram and and we do stories and stuff like that so yeah and we share we do articles in the magazine about where we've been and then we have guest uh travel bloggers come on so
0: wow okay and then where is like your favorite place you've traveled to so far
1: okay so uh, visually I have to say, I loved Puerto Rico. I just Mm. visually Puerto Rico, everywhere you turned, you were like, oh, I want to do a photo there. Oh, I want to do a photo there. But I also really loved St. Lucia. St. Lucia was fab, just so peaceful and slow motion. And we had a huge, like 5,000 square foot, you know, private cabana with our private pool. And it was just beautiful. We had the same thing in costa rica but my husband got to go to saint lucia so that was kind of fun for my birthday and he karaoke'd me yay. oh wow
0: yay i was my ex. my next question actually was how's rich doing
1: he's doing he's so slammed he the man has got like 85 jobs i quit <laughs> one job and i'm like your turn and he went and got 85 jobs he's doing really well he's got um he's got a tv show that's coming out on discovery plus they um they like it so much they went in and re-edited it it was supposed to uh air in december and i think now they pushed it to march or april because they they really like the content they went in and stretched it a little bit so now we've got the premiere content in the first two episodes already done so i'm very excited for him um what else uh my dog has been driving me insane my little beagle uh she has a cone on her head because she poked her cornea and um oh it's it's awful can you see her
0: yeah i can see i feel so bad for her
1: show people how you got your comb she's like screw you um yeah uh basically yeah the vet my vet was like um i go how do you keep her still and he's like i don't know what you mean she just sits there and lets me draw her blood she's so good and i'm like well she's a fucking bitch at home (laughs) everybody at the vet laughed because i was just like it was just so sincere like she hates me (laughs) but
0: the vet had the magic touch
1: I mean, the, the and it just pissed, it really kind of pissed me off. I'm like, you're really like, why do you have to make me look so bad? Like you make me look like the mommy bitch, like mommy dearest at the vet. It's not nice. It's just not, you know, so.
0: Well, I have to say, because you're wearing that lovely Balenciaga hoodie, sweatshirt, what do you call it? Like just, you it's know, just shirt? Sweater. Sweater. sweater, okay. um, Your fashion sense is literally incredible. Like, where do you get your inspiration from? Because I just see it on Instagram. I'm like, oh my God, she's rocking it.
1: You know what? I... The one thing I think I miss the most from doing TV hosting or being on TV is creating that, um, that, that unforgettable look. And so I've really this year told myself that's one of the things I want to get back into. And so like I've actually got um, a new series I'm going to start pretty soon called Wigging Out Wednesdays where it's going to be, yes, over the top wigs with some crazy ass fashion and just, you know, I just, I let like, you know, I, me loving to have fun is never going to go away. Just never. Yes. I just, you know, I'm a Gemini. I, I get bored if I'm not like, let's do some fun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, literally today I was like, what am I going to post? And then I saw a picture of me in that Mercedes and I was like, Oh my God.
0: <laughs> You're like, <laughs> that's <laughs> the one.
1: <laughs> it just, you know, that's how my mind is. People are like, you know, I love when people back in the day were like, oh, she tries so hard. And I'm like, actually, I don't try at all. That shit just pops in my brain. Like, it's how God made me. You know my <laughs> philosophy. If you don't like me, die and talk to God. Either way, I don't got to deal with you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, is that, so how did you come up with like your interview confessional looks for Dallas? Was oh, it? That
1: was, that was literally my favorite. Me and my, mm-hmm. uh, my sweet uh, makeup artist, Kachette, she is at VIP artist on Instagram. Um, I would just be like, I want something with chains. I want something soft and sweet. I want this. And she would literally come to me and be like, well, this is what's happening in Europe. And I'm like, ah, let's do that. Yeah. I, I love, you know me, I it's gotta be a little freaky. It's got a little, it's always has to be over the top. Um, that was my favorite part. And you know, the worst part is, uh, the first season, they were all like, you know, oh, we'll just pick something out of your closet. We didn't know. So we did, like idiots. And, um, and then the second season, I was like, oh, hell no. That shit ain't right. That's rude. And then they, and then they were like, well, just, you know, just bring a, a backup top. And I'm like, I, 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 I'm sorry. A backup what? No, 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 no. This is a look. Like I created this bitch. This bitch is me. And this bitch is going to answer your question. So there's no backup top for this bitch. This bitch is this.
0: This is the look.
1: Oh my God. And you don't know. Because Bravo would always have to approve your look. And the producers, I would go so drama queen. And the producers would be like, Leanne, I just don't know if that's going to get approved. And I'm like, yeah, well. And they're like, Leanne, uh, it's a little dramatic. And I'm like, I know. Uh, if they have not learned that I'm the queen of drama, then that's sound damn fault. Because I ain't no backup look, bitches. I can do it naked. But I don't think that's going to fly. And then my lips would always get hurt. It was just like, you know, I really didn't think the one year, the, I think it was year two or three when I did the red dress and the, um and the, the head ornament, which I had. Oh, that to call was it. my
0: favorite. Oh my I gosh. I could
1: not call it my crown because DeAndra flipped her fucking kitty cat between her legs because I had a crown on. Yeah. So I was like, my head ornament.
0: <laughs> I also liked the uh black, uh, I don't remember what season it was. Season three, maybe. It's like oh, the black, you know which one I'm talking about? Yeah, the, the black
1: the, leopard uh body, it was a bodysuit.
0: Yes. Oh my God. Fierce.
1: Yeah. I just wanted to do, did you know, I really wanted to push it. I really, I, here's the thing. I never wanted to deliver boring. I just, it's, and it's not like I.
0: You never did, trust purposely me.
1: Purposely, well, thank you. It's not like I purposely in my mind said, I'm not going to be boring. It's just, I can't do, look at, look at me in this interview. I cannot do boring. I cannot sit here quietly and answer your questions like a sweet little innocent bitch. It's not who I am.
0: And I have had people like that.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay.
0: Um, so I just want to get right into it. Um, Let's how were you, you approached for Dallas? Because I want to know. So, is oh, my that's first awesome. question.
1: Yeah, I will be honest with you. I was, uh, of all the casts, original cast, I was the only one who got the email to interview for the show. And um, I was the last to respond to the email and interview. And I was the first cast.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay. So everybody else was kind of hesitant, but you were always like, "No,
1: not everybody else.
0: Oh, you were hesitant about it, but everybody else was not.
1: I did not. I had had another person who had their own show already cast, already booked. Oh, okay. Got it. Greenlit. Okay. And so he had said, I really want you to come be, a have be a part of my show, do this. And I was like, okay, well, I get to be me. And, you know, I kind of know, like, you want me to be involved with charity. So, you know, people know, you throw the word charity at me and I'm like, how can I help, you know, because that's, that's truly what's in my heart. So I had gone, i would gotten the email about Dallas. Um, and I was like, oh, I'm a part of a group of women, Jesus Christ, no, I'd rather like eat a tampon. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I, I went over, so my friend had said, you know, Hey, come let's film a scene together. I'd already talked to the production company in New York. I talked to their PR people. Like they were all like, we have to have the So I went and did this little scene audition with him and he flipped on me and, uh, I flipped back real quick. Cause you know, you don't flip on me. Oh no. And, um, and I flipped back on that little short ass. And, and I left there and I was like, fuck you. I'm not doing, I'm not helping you. Cause I know I'm helping you. Okay. Uh, and I'm like, you know, what? I'm going to go home and I'm going to respond to that other email just to like, do you know, I just like out of fury, I responded and they were like, oh, Well, we were almost done interviewing, but you know, we'd love to put you on Skype. So I Skyped and then all of a sudden it was like, I was in the group that got the in-person interview. But if you look at it, everybody was referred, all of the original cast was referred by someone who got the original email, except for me. Okay. Of all the original cast, I was the first person that Bravo and the production company said yes for sure no doubt this is number one now let's build everyone around it
0: well it's funny because
1: who's gonna irritate her
0: (laughs) well it's funny because I always whenever I think of Dallas I always tell people because they're like I want to watch Housewives I'm like you gotta watch Dallas and I was like you know Leanne is amazing that's like the first person I always tell people because I'm like when I think of Real Housewives of Dallas I think of you so I you know I'm just
1: yeah. I appreciate that. I love when uh, somebody I just posted on my Instagram story, someone posted like who they wanted if there was a six and they gave a reason why of everything, you know, and then they said Leanne and then all they put was she built this house. And I was like, thank you.
0: She did. That she, did. she did.
1: And I left the house for one <laughs> season and you bitches just fell apart. Like Who left the candle burning? Like,
0: oh yeah. We're going to get to that too. Um okay. So how closely did you know any of the women? Like, did you know any of them at all? I mean, were you friends with Tiffany or? I
1: I knew the people that I brought on. I brought on Mm -hmm. Tiffany and Marie. And yeah, Mm -hmm. I've been friends with Tiffany since we were teenagers. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and I've known Marie. I'd known Marie for, well, 10 plus years. Mm -hmm. And so I knew them. I knew of Carrie enough to say when we would socially see each other, I would say hi. Um, But I did not know Stephanie and Brandy at all. Mm -hmm. like at all
0: and because they came to that was the first time you had met them at your charity event or was that later on Uh,
1: I met Stephanie briefly at a charity event with her husband who I worked with on a film he was a one of the producers not the full producer but a producer on the film Mm -hmm. and um and I, I had been cast in the film so I met her I think it was at a premiere party or something like that um so I'd known her but like Listen, I can say hi to you and not have massive recall that we've met. You really Mm -hmm. have to be, for me, in my mind, you have to really say something unforgettable or have a personality that is unforgettable for me to remember. Number one, because I'm old. And number two, because I just, I'm not a fan of like mud, unless I'm bathing in it. You know, I mean, if you're not doing something from a skin, bye. So I just, like, I met her, but she didn't really wasn't memorable. I've never met Brandy, even though Brandy would love to go around and say, of course, she didn't remember me. That was bullshit. I've never met Brandy before the show. I, I, you know, just never happened.
0: And you and Brandy, like, recently made up, right? That was like... Yeah,
1: that was very sweet. I mean, you know, Brandy, uh, Brandy had tweeted something, and I did not even know that she had made that tweet. And then someone mm-hmm. sent it to me and was like, did you know this? And I was like, oh, my God, no, I should go respond, so I shared it to show that, you know what, look, at this point in our lives, if we can't all move the on, mm-hmm. then uh, you need to go back to kindergarten, so, you know, Brandy and I have moved the on, and I think Brandy is a wonderful mother, I think, um, Brandy, there's, there's parts of Brandy that will always be a part of my heart, And Mm -hmm. so I'm glad that, you know, we've moved on. We've, you know, laid down the swords.
0: Well, so going through everything that Brandy went through on her last season of Dallas, were you kind of like, just because I feel like you had kind of a tougher season for season four, did you kind of feel uh, sympathetic towards her? I didn't
1: watch the season, so I wouldn't know what she went through.
0: T, you didn't
1: watch it? I didn't watch it. Oh, I, know okay. desire. I didn't put bravo i didn't have the network on i I don't, I don't i still haven't had the network on since i announced that i left oh
0: you missed so much no i'm just kidding you didn't miss so much i did
1: um. if i did they'd still be going
0: yeah um, that's what's really i found
1: netflix i found netflix and it's like you know holy shit
0: i know there's I a mean, of stuff I, on netflix
1: my library is off the chain
0: Oh, if you good. looked in a
1: library, you would be like, okay, yes, Leanne is massively mentally screwed up. And I'd be like, yeah, hell yeah. This is how my brain works. You know, the Geico commercial where the guy's like, well, y'all may not see it, but like it's a bull rider riding on like this thing. And he's like, you know, of course, the Statue of Liberty or whatever's behind him. And, uh, and I thought to myself, you know, that had been a fun segment, like having a professional bull rider teach us all how to ride bull. Yeah. Um, We were talking it, we might as well learn to write it. Uh, But you know, that's just how my brain, like my brain constantly thinks of the most unusual, odd, entertaining things, or that I find entertaining.
0: Like what's on the top of your Netflix list?
1: I've watched almost everything. I still wanna watch uh, the one about the guy who has to go into like the series of people they try to trap into go into this abandoned apartment building. To edit the VHS tapes, which had been burned in a fire, but the building—oh,
0: archive, something. archive eight,
1: yes, archive, yeah. Okay, I, I want to watch that. I want to watch Brave.
0: Brave, okay.
1: Um, with with Alyssa Milano,
0: uh huh,
1: where she's a book writer, and turns out her sister was like an online sex thing, and um, still want to figure out that whole online <laughs> sex thing world, just in case Rich dies and I need to make a living, um, but. <laughs> you know all kinds of stuff
0: oh my god I'm crying from laughter um so what was like one of your most memorable things from the show what was your takeaway from the show
1: I mean my two most memorable moments on the show were getting engaged yes and getting married Mm. and I will say the joy that I have knowing that of the entire season four the highest viewed episode was my wedding That's true. And that just goes to show you between that and the fact that season one premiered under 320,000 views shows you that, you know, a few people that were watching the show were watching for me because Mm -hmm. they related, because I was authentic, because I was open, because I have cracks and I don't care. Like, I'm not, you know what? I, I, feel, I feel bad that Andy thinks I'm a liar because I know I'm not. And I think most people who know me know I'm not. Wait, he thinks you're a liar? Oh yeah, you haven't read the book. Um, Yeah, he thinks because that's what I'm Rich Bright, That's what Rich Brighton says and told him that the wall of lies. And I'm like, there were no fucking lies, you assholes. Y'all wanted to believe what y'all wanted to believe about me because that's what Stephanie told you. Well, you know, <laughs> Fuck that and the horse she rode in on. I, I don't you know, think
0: there's anything for you to lie about. There
1: wasn't. Like, my, my mom didn't stay for the whole thing. And then Andy was like, "You're." I go, my mom stayed for the whole party. She's like, your mother, they said your mother left at da-da-da-da. Well, get... My mother left at 9.58. Dear Lord, guess what time the fucking party ended, Tim?
0: <laughs> she was tired. She had to leave two minutes early.
1: I mean, on both of <laughs> All right, Andy? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus um... Christ.
0: So, well, I always think that like with housewives, I feel like, and I don't know if you agree, but like consistency is key. So I think it really helped that you were there for a lot of Dallas. I mean, minus one season, like, I feel like we get invested in you guys. So it's like, we want to know how your life turns out. And I think that that's why highest rated episode was your wedding because
1: that's honestly, that's what I told every press interview doing this. I said, look, Mm -hmm. I got engaged on camera, which is what Rich wanted. It was not me. I did not mm. know that shit was happening. I was blown away. The man hates the State Fair and he went down three times that day to make sure it got right. And um, and, the, and the executive producers that season were like, oh my God, your husband is just so in love with you. You know, afterwards I learned all this. Um, so I thought if I got engaged, it's not right not to share my wedding. And that's why the last season was all about my wedding. And I think most of the girls really felt like I was trying to take over the season with all the parties. But if you really look at parties that in the South that we throw for weddings, trust me, I let a lot of them go. I mean, I can mm-hmm. say this. I know Deandra was ifed because she was like turning 50 that year. So she threw three parties for her <laughs> 50th birthday one of which made air one for five minutes. And it's only because I went and showed up.
0: You brought the cameras there.
1: But no, but no, <laughs> no, the cameras were there. I just.
0: You brought the interestingness.
1: I brought the truth.
0: You brought the I truth. Brought the I
1: realness. love it. <laughs> I brought the honesty. And, you know, I got booed at that party. When I went to speak, I got up and I was boo, boo, boo. I'm like. You want to believe this crazy bitch go ahead like I don't care. I'm not here for y'all because I'm a lion. I don't give a shit what the sheep in the world think. Here's what I think I'm going to get up here and I'm going to speak the truth. I wanted to have a fresh start with her. That is not what she wanted with me. Not my problem.
0: Um, Okay, her birthday party was the one where you guys were all wearing those like costumes right
1: No. her birthday party was the one where we roasted her not a roast. Not
0: oh, a roast. yes, I remember that. Okay. You're just
1: so sweet. Not a roast.
0: <laughs> I was trying to remember like what had happened. And then I'm like, oh my God, now I remember exactly. what. Yeah.
1: Her husband gave her 50 donuts. If my husband ever gave me 50 donuts, <laughs> I'd put him on his penis and let a pig go at him.
0: <laughs> you'd be sleeping in the doghouse. <laughs> I'm
1: just, we don't have the doghouse. So I don't know where the hell he'd be sleeping.
0: In the yard My or dog's,
1: dogs sleeping in bed with me, so... <laughs>
0: Um, uh, what was like your uh, what was like the hardest moment for you to live through on camera?
1: There was a lot of them.
0: Mm-hmm. Some of
1: the hardest ones were um, things that still stay in the memory, even though I've letting go of the pain is um, Brandy turning to me and saying that she felt uncomfortable sitting next to my husband, which I know is a complete And I know she said it for the show, but it's still hurtful and it hurt my mm-hmm. husband a lot. Um, Brandy invited my husband to a nonprofit charity event for flags of honor and sat next to him and draped a flag around his shoulders and insisted they take pictures together. I mean, some of the things, I think the thing that bothers me the most from the show is the lies, the lies that they know that they're lies, but they thought they were creating a show. And I never, my whole thing in the very beginning was, I was told, don't lie to the audience, the audience isn't stupid. And I agree, I don't think the audience is stupid. I think the audience is smart enough, those who are smart enough to really see what's going on aren't always the loudest. And I think that, um, that that's the same thing going for our country right now. You know, Those who are smart mm-hmm. aren't always the loudest i agree sometimes um, we sit in our intelligence very quietly just waiting for the shit to fall
0: that is a really true statement <laughs> um do you still talk to anyone from the show like
1: yeah i mean i talked to cam i talked to uh Duber, i talked to tiffany hendra uh mm-hmm. i, I talked to tiffany moon uh even though we didn't work together mm-hmm. um
0: did you know her prior or no
1: no uh uh-uh. I did. not She reached out to me, uh, during filming her very first, you know, the last season that I wasn't there, she reached out and was like, I want, I just want to sit down and pick your brain about everything. So I, she sat down with me at a breakfast and I let her pick my brain. And, you know, we recently had lunch and I, and she was like, I just felt like no one had my back. And I'm like, uh, welcome to Leanne's world. And, (laughs) and then I was like, but you had Deandra. And she was like, yeah, I felt like no one had my back. And I was like, okay well there you go uh,
0: yeah i was gonna say i mean i definitely feel like you probably had some moments like that i mean i've i've watched back some <laughs> every of moments. season
1: i had that moment yeah. I, I was, was like,
0: so like is anybody in leanne's corner or
1: <laughs> you know it's, it's like i had a cloud of really stinky gas around me at all times <laughs> no one wanted to inhale near me <laughs> i don't know
0: um well i was gonna say what did you think of season five but um I know you probably, you didn't watch it, but, um, were you,
1: what the ratings say?
0: I know I was going to say, so like, do you think that, well, let me just ask you this. Um, was it a mutual exit for you or were, were you like, I'm done?
1: Highly mutual, highly mutual. Okay. Um, I got asked by the executive producer, what did I want to do? And, and my brain immediately was like, God, in my, this is how my brain works. I think to myself. So I talked to myself in my brain before my mouth opens and it's very fast. Mm-hmm. But basically I was like, I repeated to myself, you know, his question, what do I want to do? And then my brain was like, I don't want to I go work with those women. They hate me. <laughs> and, and then I said, honestly, I just don't think I have anything to film with them. They hate me. And, and to be quite frank, my heart is done being hurt by their hatred. I just, I don't want to do it anymore. And he said, are you sure? And I said, I I am, I just don't want to do it anymore. And he said, I understand. And I respect that. And, you know, I probably should have said this sooner, but Leanne, I owe you a lot for this show. And I was like, you wait till the day I fucking quit to tell me what a big part of the show. I was like, that is the epitome of my entire time on the show. You know, you couldn't thank me until I was gone, you know,
0: Hey, sometimes that's, that's what, you know, I mean, I feel like, I don't know. I mean, I feel like you would have been nailed to the cross in a way if you came back. So it's kind of, I, I, I was, was like,
1: nailed to the cross every season. <laughs>
0: that's true. That's true. Jesus
1: Christ. The holes <laughs> are exhausting. Yeah. And
0: yeah. I mean, like how far would they have taken it? Had, well, had That come was back? the
1: other thing you know, to twist what was said and what was done into what they wanted it to be. What's next? I'm a pedophile. I'm, you know, like what, what other crazy thing are you going to come up with to call me that everybody should know I'm not. And, um, and I just was like, you know, that, that was the hate that I was talking about. I think once we got to a level of that, I realized that, um, my joy was gone. I mean, my joy was, it took me a year of intense, like, deprogramming uh therapy um silence meditation to really realize that you know i didn't i didn't need the show i didn't that wasn't a show that i should have been a part of you know yeah. not like that
0: yeah and i i feel like you know that reunion probably must have been really hard for you just because i feel like you You know, you're sitting there. It's like you can't leave, and they're just like coming at you from all corners. You know,
1: I will tell you. Wish I do. There's one thing I wish I would have done that reunion. I wish that at lunch I would have packed my shit up and left. Mm. Yeah, I did. Wait, are you you allowed to do that? Or like, I can do anything I want. I'm a human. They can sue me all they want. They can withhold my money, which they do a lot. I was. I think I lost season three. I think I lost. $15,000 $15,000 in, in, uh, in damages for my tweets to defend myself. Oh my um, God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just, you know, it just, it gets to a point where you're like, you know, here's the thing that reunion, what people don't realize is normally how it goes is, you know, you go from the outside of the sofa in and you go like one two three four. And then you, a one, two, three, you break for lunch. And then you do four, five, six of storylines for each person. This, that, that year they did one, two, three, five, six, break for lunch. And I knew I was like, I was the entire second half of the day filming. So let me get this straight. Someone who was an entire second half of the day filming is someone that you, you know, you just want to shit on. And I just, for everything that I gave, it just, it, it wasn't worth it. And I think a lot of the people who look back now realize that. And I think if you asked at least three of the girls who were on that sofa who said terrible things about me, I think if mm-hmm. you ask them now, they would probably say, no, I don't think that's, I, I don't, I disagree with what I said or I ch- changed my mind about what I said.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like, cause you and Deandra were pretty close. Like, do you kind of, not necessarily miss that relationship, but do you, do you, are you sad with how everything like went down with that? Or?
1: Of course, mm-hmm. of course. The reality is, you know, she walks around and tells people that we weren't really ever that close and blah, blah, blah. I never knew in my mind, in my heart, we were close. We were best friends. We were like sisters. Mm-hmm. And you know, you can ask cam actually cam and I just went to lunch to celebrate her birthday. And, um, and I said to her, don't you remember how much that season I called you crying? I would walk around my backyard just bawling my eyes out, just crying my soul out because I didn't understand why she was doing what she was doing. Hindsight, 2020, you know, she wants to be the, you know, big B and um, and she was. Two different definitely, meetings. Definitely different
0: was. Meetings. <laughs> um Do you think that you and Tiffany like would have gotten along on the show? I mean, I know you said you're friendly now. but Yeah,
1: for sure. And and it could have had some really uh, great conversations. I don't know that we would have always agreed with everything, but definitely I probably would have stopped a lot of the torture that happened. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, I would have said, I'm not, I'm not going to eat the chicken foot either. And and it's not because I'm whatever you think, because my best friend is Cantonese, but i don't have any de- i have no desire to eat beets does that mean that wherever beets were born i'm bad against that kind? no but no. I, they're just things i'm not going to put in my mouth my husband knows that
0: <laughs> i was waiting for that
1: there's there's birthdays and christmas
0: birthdays and christmas and that's it <laughs> um so Okay so I know you didn't watch the show but there was so much that went down on social media after the show so I wanted now, to ask you I did you, see
1: the stuff on social media what, not yeah. all of it but most of it
0: I kind of like skimmed through a lot of it cuz I was kind of confused as to what was going on but like do you, what was like your take on that like I mean I feel like um you know without like going too much Are you much asking
1: into- me how I feel about Cam's husband and and yes. they're not okay <laughs> Here's what I think, and I'm going to say this, and y'all come for me if you want, I don't care. Um, I watched my husband cry and call my friends crying over what those girls did to me. And I fought with my husband. You are not gonna post that. You are not gonna say that. You are not gonna do that. Leave it alone, stay away. There's only so much that a husband can watch their wife cry and suffer before they speak up, whether the wife wants them to or not. We don't control our husbands and they don't control us. They have their opinions and they are both my husband and Cam's husband are very big. They, they love us. They genuinely love us very much. And when we hurt, they would slay dragons. My husband mm-hmm. has this thing called um, I forget what he calls it uh, scorched earth policy. If you hurt me, he scorches the earth to stop it and he'll take down anybody that he needs to. And I think that that is something that comes from a place, place of love, but gets twisted into things that shouldn't be said. A lot of what they both said, they should not have said a lot of what my husband said shouldn't have been said. And we both agree to it, but you know, what do you want us to do? Take our grown adults' phones away and say, no, honey, no. I mean, right. you can't control it. All you can do is apologize for it and then try your best to move forward. They know they were in the wrong. Cam knows they were in the wrong. Cam has apologized for them. They have apologized. Um, you know, it is where it is. Tiffany is very hurt. And I understand that. I understand the hurt. I really do. Um, but at the same time, I think it, I think they're at an impasse, and I don't see that resolving anytime soon. I've spoken to both of them about it. I know how each side feels, and I don't I don't think that there's an apology that'll ever be good enough, and I don't think that's ever something that can be done that can put that pain at ease. And I think that's probably true for a lot of housewives on our show.
0: Mm-hmm. And do you see a like potential um, <clears throat> reconciliation between you and maybe Deandra in the future? I've,
1: I've told everyone that has asked me that I would love to reconcile with Deandra. I hold Deandra mm-hmm. harmless for her idiotic comments. Um, you know, you you can't expect someone who you know doesn't have a GPA of 4.0 to constantly be perfect. Um, and I say that for both of us. We both said a lot of hurtful things, and I think that um, I don't know. I don't know that Deandra has the ability to let go. She's a lot like her mom. You know, once there's a poke, it, it's it's a permanent hold. And, and for me, I'm a lot like my grandmother. I don't need it. I don't want it. I don't want any kind of hate like that around me. Um, I've had enough to deal with. Um, listen, if I was perfect, I'd probably have bottoms on right now instead of sitting here butt naked with a sweater on um but
0: (laughs) I love that you just told me that That that's amazing that's the truth
1: that's the truth Um, the back of my head looks like a fucking frizz ball because what I got done was enough to run in here sit down try to get the zoom going and talk to you so you know the reality is thank you very much the reality (laughs) is I'm a hot fucking mess nothing has changed about that and I don't know that it's ever gonna get fixed I just keep living with it and accepting who I am. And I accept the thing about it is I accept who Deandra is. I really do. Um, and I think that's what allows me to just release it. You know, I don't think about Deandra on a daily basis. She's Mm -hmm. not a thought. She. I don't think about really anyone on that cast on a daily basis. You know, I'm, I'm busy. I have a busy life. I'm creating my reels and working and traveling and, you know, uh, um, and a lot of stuff I can't talk about yet because we're still pitching, but there's a lot of great <laughs> things are coming up for me and it's because I'm not dead. I'm going to keep going, you know, the mouth works.
0: Um, with that being said, I mean, I know there's like, you know, we got Real Housewives in Miami that got brought back. Um, if Dallas were to be brought back in the potential future, would you consider coming back and blessing us?
1: It depends on who's on the show. I'll start with that. Number one depends on who's on the show. Number two depends on who the produce production company is. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's, that's about it. I mean, I'm never going to say no, like Andy, I would never say Mm -hmm. no, never means doesn't, you know, but at the same time, I don't, I don't think Dallas is going to come back anytime soon. I think, I think the problem with Dallas was that there was a tremendous amount of genuine toxic hatred and that it never got resolved it never moved forward and i think that's very sad and i think that's part of the reason i left the show that i didn't couldn't i will say just like brandy the hatred wears on me and it's why i know she checked out mentally you know halfway through the season i'm sure because she just she and i are that 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 is our christian heart that hate really does hurt and it just, you know, it's too much for us. I'd rather live in a world, I'm okay with disagreements, arguments, battles, wars, but they have to end at some point. And if you can't end it, you can't move forward. I love that. So I've, I have moved forward. I would raise my arms a little more, but you don't need to see that.
0: <laughs> That's so funny. Um, so, because um, you you have shown up at BravoCon before, so could we maybe expect oh, you? Oh, I was invited
1: again? to BravoCon. If Bravo invited me to maybe do a one of those girlfriend trips, I would consider it. Depending on who was on the cast, I don't think that I'll get asked to do anything by Bravo. Um, I think that Bravo has their own personal reasons to not like me, and you know. I can't change that. I'd love to come and do Watch What Happens Live and have a kiki with Andy since he invited me. But again, don't see that happening either.
0: <laughs> okay, so if you did do one of the Ultimate Girls trips, who's like maybe one housewife that you would bring along from your franchise?
1: Oh, I'd probably bring Tiffany. Or K- I think Tiffany or Cameron. God, what a, you know, trouble I'm going to get in for that. One. <laughs> um, but yeah, because I think, Cam, I know how to play with Cam. I know how to set her up for the funny moments. I know how to, you know, like, like Cam is the best um, comedic. She, she really is good at it. And she knows when I set her up to be funny, she really like, she nails it. Tiffany, I would want to bring Tiffany along just to see how she would do in a world that she has no idea what it's like to be a housewife with a talented housewife. So I think it would be interesting to see how she if she could hold her own, because I know I could hold my own with Atlanta, New Jersey, like I know all of those, you know, like for me, I know I can hold my own. I don't worry about that. Um, So it'd be interesting to me to see if she could, because she hasn't been challenged really to up her game, you know, so it'd be fun to see, could she do it, you know because i think i th- honestly think she was the saving grace for that last season you know that's what i mm-hmm. see on instagram and twitter so i think it would be fun to see what else she had to do what she, what mm-hmm. else she could do she's very smart i enjoy my conversations with her
0: i honestly would have loved to see like it like an ultimate Girls trip and then you go like head to head with teresa from jersey <laughs>
1: Teresa's already done an ultimate girls trip um, I know. And, and I will so, tell you something about Teresa she is the nicest person she's so sweet um, it takes a lot to set her off and mostly Melissa sets her off so yeah. <laughs> it's for me I think Teresa is just one of those people like she there's a reason why she is still on Jersey she is Jersey people want to watch her and um, and I, the time I've spent with her I just fell madly in love she's one of the nicest housewives out there she's very quiet she doesn't really you know give a lot and then you see her on the show and you're like oh I see what happened you know (laughs) so you you do know what gets her goat um but she's adorable I, I don't think Teresa and I would really fight I think Teresa and I would probably band together I I know I know who I would probably not work well with but you know I won't tell you. I was going to
0: say, can you tell me?
1: Oh, (laughs) hail to the no. This is called production lesson number one. Don't tell people what you don't want because that's the first thing they'll give you. (laughs) Yep,
0: Because you'll get nailed to the cross.
1: Yes, you will. (laughs) Woo, that cross is fun. (laughs)
0: <laughs> um, what's next for you uh, Leanne what can we see what can we expect uh, more
1: travel I've got a trip to Aruba coming up in February I've got tons of collaborations coming up that are really going to be great um, I'm doing a lot of this year I've decided I want to partner with companies and do a, a by Leanne collaborations. so we've got a lot of those in the works we've got some other stuff I'm not allowed to talk about yet in the works my husband has a tv show coming out um, what else I shaved today.
0: <laughs> You're not wearing and pants.
1: My, and my, I have no pants on or underwear. Um, and, um, and I have a travel magazine that everybody should go check out. Eternal Traveler Magazine on Instagram.
0: Love it. And then they can keep up with you on Instagram, obviously. Oh
1: God, yes, please. Instagram is it.
0: All her beautiful posts.
1: Uh, listen you know what i do like to have fun you wait wigging out wednesday is gonna be off the chain i'm so excited i've already for that. got my wigs picked like one is a neon yellow with an ombre blonde to black one's a red and blue with like a brilliant red this this this, <laughs> this wigging out wednesday bitch is gonna be insane
0: okay what's that gonna be on like instagram or
1: instagram instagram oh my gosh okay yeah, I'm really upping my game. I bought so much shit that I need to learn, obviously how to work with it. Um, I bought a DJI cam. I bought one of those, you know, things you hold and it just, it's, it's just the own like little uh, GIF or whatever. I, I don't, yeah. Again, <laughs> not technically proficient. I see videos, I see them use it. And I'm like, I click save, then I buy the product and then it just sits here in a pile of shit that I should learn how to use
0: there's YouTube for that. Don't worry.
1: I mean, I know. And I've watched YouTube. My problem is you really have to have pictures. You know why I'm so good at putting together furniture from Ikea? Cause they have fucking pictures.
0: Yeah. Pictures.
1: And I'm good. I'm like cave woman. I'm good. Picture I'm boop, boop, got it.
0: The instructions are not it though.
1: Oh my God. If you send me an email with a shit ton of copy on it, I'm like, someone read this and tell me what it says.
0: <laughs> oh my God, I love that. Awesome. So Thanks. nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Enjoy your week, okay. Take care. I
1: will. I won't stand up and turn around.
0: Oh my God, don't! I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding.
1: Bye, sweetheart. Okay.
0: Bye.